Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. It's the Game by Show podcast. Today is March the 18th, 2018. My name is Grant. Tonight, I am joined by Dale and Jeremy. Hello, gentlemen. How are you, gentlemen? Hello, gentlemen. All right. I am gentlemaning tonight, very gentlemanly. How gentle are you being tonight? I am gentle like a man. How gentle was your But strong man? enough for a woman. Uh, guys, uh, we're back on Skype, and it kind of sucks. It kind of seems about okay to me. Well, when I you're mean, using Apple earbuds for your headphones, then of yeah. course it sounds sounds uh, oh, man, about I, as good as you get. I think being I on Apple. Skype is itself a state of suckage. It's true. I'm going to blame the Ides of March on this one. Thanks to Skype, by the way, for our uh, podcast, for supporting oh, our yeah. podcast. That's right. Yeah. And everyone, uh, March the 18th be with you. So I want to remind you, March the 18th be with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you want to know something? I, I finally no. watched the new Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? Oh, it was the one. worst. They're getting did worse you, every like time. It? I can't believe it. It wasn't the worst. Oh, dude, I can't believe that people are standing up for this movie. I can't believe it. Standing like, up a, and cheering. There's a couple, silently of, good, couple of good lines. <laughs> yeah, like a slow clap. Yeah. I there's mean, some pretty dumb parts in that movie, oh, that's dude, for damn sure. Yeah, like, I, some, sometimes I'm like, this is part of Wait, Star Wars now. What's, what's like, the dumb part? Do you want to know, the, like, the dumbest thing? You want to do it right now? We'll what was the dumbest right thing? Now. The dumbest thing was when Princess Leia, like, explodes out into outer space. <laughs> and then, yes! like, magically floats back in somehow. And you know what? Everybody is, like, pressed up against the window, like, looking out. But they don't say nothing about it. Like, it doesn't come up like, how did you do that? Like, you kind of, like, came back it's to like, life. Whoa, I've never actually space. seen her use force powers before. It's yeah, like, like normal, right? You're just like, all right, whatever. She's a fighter. Put her in ICU. She's all right. Yeah, that is the worst part. That and the uh, the scene where they're running through the uh, the casino. Those parts are pretty dumb. I, you know, I will say I like the casino as a setting because I'm kind of tired in Star Wars of like this is another hive of scum and villainy. Like I kinda... well, I, I I guess that whole the whole aspect of hey, Jeremy, did we're you all, not get that vibe from the war, the casino? Well, yeah, but I mean, I kind of like seeing, like, you know, not the cantina again. I just kind of yeah. liked having okay. it changed up a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, it, the it, thing, like, it, it kind of started out on, on a bad foot for me. And we don't want to make this into the Star Wars podcast, but, like, at the very beginning when they're launching those bombers to fight that big ship at the very beginning, remember that? And, like, for some reason they have their detonators on some remote control for just for the purpose <laughs> so that the, the person can have it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and, and I'm, and the garage I, door opener. I literally asked it. And, it and was she, like, she clicks the button and all of a sudden... Yeah, it's like, oh, the wrong one. Crap. There, yeah. <laughs> it's like clipped to her, her dashboard visor. It's like exactly. the actual detonator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have like been amazing. It was literally so that it could teeter on the edge of a thing for dramatic effect or something. I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, really it's almost as if they were making a movie. Weird. It's, it's the worst. And then and then I was watching the director's commentary with, uh, what's the guy's name? Ryan Johnson, the director? Is the movie uh, out? How are you watching the director's true, commentary? Yes. Can you buy it now? Oh, yeah, uh, yes. It's it's a, actually it is available for purchase. That is exactly how I've been watching it. Uh, but the um, <laughs> the uh, wait a minute. The, no, no, it's cool. The director's commentary though. He's like, you know, I really wanted the force not to be just a superpower. But then in the next sentence, he's like, and so I thought there would be a cool way for like for these guys to communicate across time and space. So it's cool. I'm like, really? Did you just like you just said? Do you even really believe the thing that's coming out of your mouth right now? So. I don't know. I, I, I'm okay, like, probably never seeing that one ever again, except that my kids have been asking me about it. Dad, when are we going to go see the new Star Wars movie? <sighs> and it's in the second run movies now, so I can go to, like, the dollar theater and go see it, so I'm probably going to have to watch it at least one more time. And it's long, man. It's like a four-hour movie. 
It's like for all the for all the Easily. new stuff they put into that movie that like was meaningless and stupid. Like they could have just cut that stuff, <laughs> and we'd had like you know a normal length movie. But it just like keeps going. Anyway, tune in right. next week for Jeremy sees Black Panther and reacts to it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We just wait, just wait. I, I, I wanna. You gonna go see Han Solo with me? Uh, we can go see Han Solo. You gotta go uh, solo. I, I'll tell you what. I don't really want to go see Han Solo. Do you want to go see? Ready Player One with me? I do want to see Ready Player One. You know what else is coming up? Is uh, isn't it next month? Uh, Avengers. Is that next month? Oh, yeah. April. You want to go see uh, Tomb Raider with me? That's yeah, out. yeah. Let's go see all that stuff. Tom hey, Brady. Did we ever do? A, we did a Rotten Tomatoes challenge, by the way. Should we catch up on that right now? Yeah. If there's because something. I believe Tomb Raider is out in theaters right now. Oh, is it? Did we, was that on our list? Uh, it was, and it is currently. It, it launched last weekend, or at least last. Wait, weekend. Tomb Raider is not on the list. Wait, okay, wait, everybody do a Tomb Raider. Everybody do a we Tomb Raider. We did it. It's on the bottom of the list. We talked about it the other day. Is it's it on there, the next page? It's not there. I don't see it. I'm looking at it. Well, I just looked at the I just looked at the <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, so I cheated. <laughs> All right. I swear that we did it, but I guess it was Ready Player One that we did. Yeah, okay. we did Ready Player One. Well, so then, so then Dale and I, I, I can I, still I do really it. thought that we had done Tomb Raider Dale last Dale and week. I can still do it. I'm going to say Tomb Raider's getting a um, 72 um, I, you know, I'll just I'll just duplicate my Ready Player One say and say sixty four. Nice. Uh, Tomb Raider currently sitting at a forty nine percent. Oh wow! On really? Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're both we're both over by Price's Right rules. Wow. I still want to see it though. Womp womp so, womp. Forty nine's not horrible, I think, for movie standards. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. What did what did what did uh, what did the Last Jedi get? Just out of curiosity. Like ninety something. Oh come on, come on! <laughs> it got a ninety percent on the nose. Jesus. Certified fresh, Jeremy. What is wrong with this world? Forty-eight percent of the audience liked it though. <laughs> Man, it's bad. Audience score forty-eight percent. Critic score ninety percent. All right, cool. I'm done with movies. I'm done with movies. But I did. Uh, I did. Uh, we we had a uh, video game meetup group for the Utah Nintendo community. Uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, we had it at the Microsoft store. Uh, I heard about that. How was it? It was cool. Like I did not have any idea. They have all kinds of playable stuff on there. I had a, a you know, my, my kids and their friends were there, so we all drove down, and I got them all set up on like Fortnite and stuff. Like all the kids are playing Fortnite. Like people just come in to play Fortnite on the Xboxes. Uh, How got, much Nintendo was played at the uh, Microsoft a bunch. Well, store? So, so the group themselves, they've got a big monitor set up at like the far end of the store, and then they've got a whole LAN set up with like little Xbox uh, portable like kits, except they just plug the switches into them instead. And we were playing Mario Kart and Splatoon, and we had some Street Fighter going on up there at one point, and it was all through the switches. Uh, I got my, got my uh, kid and her friend uh, set up on uh, arms. They were playing some arms off to the side, and everyone was just having a good old time. Man, I, I wish I would have went. Yeah, it was good, and I was really impressed with the Microsoft Store setup. They have a like a big whiteboard, like one of those cool, uh, I don't even know what it is. It's like a gigantic surface, and uh, they have you can do like a ruler on it, and like all kinds of like glitter paint and stuff. I was just, I was, it was like a Lisa Frank diary by the time I was done with it. Wow, hell yeah, time. Lisa Frank trapper keepers for life. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> kitchen unicorns and all. Cool man, cool dog, cool. Hey, what did you think about the uh, the black anus in uh, the Last Jedi? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, are we talking about are we talking about the Last Jedi? or Are we talking about Black Panther? The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Uh, I thought it was kind the of the black pointless. hole thing she had to jump into. Yeah, like I thought it the was the black uh, anus. Like she went, she went to, 
She went down there and I was like, what is the point of this? Like, I actually thought it was kind of cool, the thing they did with, like, the mirror images and how it was kind of like you didn't know which one was snapping the fingers or moving, you know? It kind of did this, like, sort of illusionary thing, and I thought that was kind of cool, but by the end of it, it was like, what just happened? And it was kind of like why? the whole movie. Like, by the end of it, I'm like, what are we even doing here? What What is even happening? This is... That was her being, um, that was her seeing the dark side of the force and then realizing that you have to synthesize the light and the dark together in order to move forward what in about, a balanced force uh, universe. What about Poe Dameron basically putting in charge of the rebels at the very end after he basically caused the deaths of everybody? Oh, yeah, dude. And the, and the lady who was like the vice admiral with the pink hair, like, how did she even get in that position? Like, I was like, okay, is she going to be a great tactician or whatever? She looked like she was Jenna Elfman in, in hey, like... Hey, she's a uh, botanist. The botanist. I don't know, dude. I don't From know. Jurassic Park. And and then by the end, it's like everybody fits on the Millennium Falcon at the end, and they're like, "This is the rebels now." Yeah. Well, apparently, if us. you read the um, one of the novels or two of the novels or whatever, it Go gets into that. how like she she knows Leia, and she uh, was uh, you know at one time she was like Leia's younger um, uh, protege in leading the the rebellion, and I then she went and did, did all this other important crap, and then she was like a general by the end. Huh. I'll, I'll have to get right on that. Jeremy. I don't know. They, they, didn't, did they didn't get all caught up on that. They didn't sell it for me, though. It was kind of pointless. So. Huh, cool. I don't know. Maybe on second viewing, I'll, I'll give you an update, and maybe it'll be like a 91 Rotten Tomatoes for me. But uh, uh, 10 minutes of Star Wars talk. Good work, guys. Yeah, we did what it. What else? You know what? And if we're, gonna, if we're keeping it in line with the movie, we've got another half hour to go. <laughs> this is just the beginning. Everyone buckle up. Ah, uh, sweet man. Hey, let's talk about some video game news and burn through it fast because we just burned twelve minutes on. Sweet. All right, we will. Star Wars. So we're gonna do some news. News happened this week in the in the world of video games. Uh, we're gonna start out with the uh, BAFTA awards. We like to keep everybody up to date on the games that are winning the awards, the big ones. Uh, we've got uh, over in, and the BAFTAs are uh, British, right? British Academy of Film, Television, and Arts has nominations for the awards, which uh, I'm not sure when those are actually going to take place. It does not say it here. Uh, yes, it does. April 12th, so uh, in about a month. Uh, in the meantime, for uh, such categories as Best Performer, including people uh, uh, Ashley Birch as Aloy, uh, Claudia Black as Chloe Frazier, uh, Melinda Jurgens as Senua, Valerie Rose Loman as Edith Finch. Uh, best original properties like Cuphead, Gorogoa, Horizon Zero Dawn, Night in the Woods, PUBG, What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, best narrative, Hellblade, Senno's Sacrifice. Legrand, is it a contender? Uh, okay. All right, Hellblade. Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah? Uh, yeah, man. What Remains of Edith Finch, yes? Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, for, for best music, we've got things like Cuphead, uh, Hellblade again, Horizon Zero Dawn, What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, music you know in what? general. I, I have noticed the Hellblade music. Have you? Like... Yeah, I've actually paid attention to it. I'm like, this is kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. Uh, multiplayer, such Game Bite show favorites as Star Trek Bridge Crew. Uh, best mobile game includes things like Monument Valley 2. Uh, game Innovation, Gorogoa, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Snipperclips, Legrand, Snipperclips, Game Innovation. <laughs> yeah, about mm, that. Yep, game design for all the big ones that you know and love. Anyway, there's more of those. Uh, nobody who listens to this is British, though. If you're out there and you're British, let us know. We'd like to know if you're out there in British. But the BAFTAs uh, actually typically are a pretty good bellwether for uh, some really great games. Uh, another bellwether of uh, things like bad economy and uh, terrible economic uh, practices and policies, Toys R Us is uh, updating their status. Instead of closing some 60% of their stores, uh, they're going to be closing some 100% of their stores in the United States. Uh, Doggone. Yeah, they are. I actually walked into a Toys R Us over the weekend in Toronto, Canada. Did you? What was the vibe like? Well, funereal. I mean, they're in Canadian, so they're probably all there. right, right? 
Yeah. Well, it, it was a it was a combined Toys R Us, Babies R Us, and uh, it was it was a little sad in there. Aww, there was nobody bad. in there. Aww. Well. Maybe you can pick up some Amiibos on the cheap uh, because they are liquidating all of their assets. According to CEO David Brandon, we no longer have the financial support to continue the company's U.S. operations. We are therefore implementing an orderly process to shutter our U.S. operations, and they will continue their reorganization. Are they et cetera, et cetera. executing Order 66, Jeremy? Uh, actually, here's kind of something funny. As far as who they blame... <laughs> Uh, suppliers who, this is a quote from David Brandon, suppliers who abandoned the chain over the holidays as well as customers who chose to shop elsewhere will all live to regret what's happening here. (laughs) Their words and deeds. (laughs) That is is a direct quote, uh, only slightly out of context. Uh, So uh, that is basically... uh, Bankruptcy leads to hate, which leads to fear, which leads to the dark side. Exactly. That's basically that's something much which leads to Yoda burning a tree. Yeah, yeah the texts. Everybody save the texts. <laughs> um, but the canon. <laughs> it's uh, to the canon, everyone. Uh, it's funny as in sad that this is it's basically... a miniature uh, Death Star tech. Oh, dude. get it. Yeah, no good. Uh, but it's basically the the result of uh, basically like corporate raiders pretty much uh, driving up all of the debt that Toys R Us. In fact, in fact, at one point they were paying half a million dollars a year just to maintain like two billion dollars worth of debt or something like that. So uh, f those guys, f them forever. Uh, the uh, right. big news is happening over though at uh, Twitch where Fortnite has just smashed, absolutely smashed the concurrent viewers record uh, that happened on the uh, 15th so just on this what, Friday I guess it was when uh, rapper Drake I guess he uh, uh, Hotline Miami, right? No, Hotline Bling uh, he uh, joined with streamer Ninja and they played uh, Fortnite and got like 600 and what they topped out at about 635,000 uh, viewers yeah which uh, previously it had been uh, held by Dr. Disrespect with only 388,000 uh, so they basically more than well almost doubled it uh Dale as as somebody who was on the scene in rapt yeah. attention what was I, it like? I watched it? some of that and how was it how was it man I couldn't get over the fact that there was some dumbass playing video games in his room and um like hanging out with a rapper and then like some kind of weird internet mogul cheated on his taxes child porn guy or something if i remember right uh well they were they were eventually joined by u.s rapper travis scott and nfl player juju smith schuster kim.com is who i referred to there oh did he show up and play he was what is going on i don't know it's weird it's like i don't know yeah i don't know you know what you know what I, i think donald trump needs to get on and play some fortnite uh, you know, from from what I've heard, uh, I, I heard that Roseanne Barr has two victory royale wins or something like that. Twenty. What? Twenty? Was it twenty? Yeah, twenty. Twenty. Twenty victory royale wins. <laughs> Roseanne Barr. Uh, also, um, she Norm, plays squads. Norm Macdonald apparently plays carried. I don't know. This is this is a thing though. Like I said, at the Microsoft Store, everybody was doing it, it and it, and I think we mentioned on last week's show or at, at some point uh, that it is now exceeding. Minecraft as far as the number of searches on YouTube for for content. Um, And and this guy in particular during this process gained 10,000 paid subscriptions uh, either by paying a monthly fee or their Twitch Prime subscriptions. So I don't know, that guy is is basically five bucks a piece. Yeah, something like that. And I don't know what the... a few percentage for Twitch. Right, exactly. So stuff is happening. Subscribers, which means if they don't cancel, that's coming next month too. Now, if this news excites you, uh, get ready, because at E3, Epic Games is throwing a gigantic party with 50 celebrities and 50 pro Fortnite players for the first time ever. The Fortnite Celebrity Pro-Am. Uh, 
no idea yet who's going to be there, but Roseanne is in contention. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Gallagher, I think, is going to be there uh, playing Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump is going to be there. Donald Trump Jr. is going to be there. Um, Bill Clinton versus Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. And Grudge match. Absolutely. We're going to have all of it. So I guess look forward to that uh, at E3. Um, Carl Malone. Yeah, Carl Car- Malone is going to be there along with uh, <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard is, is coming back from the dead. Uh, oh, to play. sick. Yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, Microsoft is prepping for life without Xbox, meaning that they're going to be planning on moving stuff to the cloud. Uh, they've uh, actually started, according to a report by The Verge, uh, they are planning to uh, encourage developers to make use of their Azure cloud infrastructure. And uh, company, uh, the company says that titles like uh, Rainbow Six Siege are currently leveraging that technology. And uh, it's possible that they may be trying to get something going to uh, fight against the PlayStation Now service that Sony has, which is sort of like the Netflix subscription type thing for uh, for video games. And uh, according to... Uh, they already have one of those. It's just not streamed. Right. Well, and so that's the thing is they kind of want this to be like a cloud gaming division. A streaming so, thing? They wanna, they're want they looking for that too? Yeah. Well, so they've, they've launched a cloud gaming division, basically. And uh, so that's kind of what they're looking at potentially doing. Uh, the um, Kareem Chowdhury, who is fronting the new division, says that what we're doing with Game Pass and creating a subscription-based content, where over half the content is third-party development, I would say we're getting started from a subscription product perspective, which kind of gives us a hint. If you combine those two things with a uh, cloud gaming service, it kind of leads to to that conclusion. Uh, New announcements here. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the third in the reboot of the Tomb Raider franchise, has been confirmed. Uh, Currently, we only have a tease. They're planning on doing a full reveal in April. It will launch on PC on September 14th, 2018. And uh, this is basically Laura Croft's defining moment. Not the first game, not the second game, but in this game, she will actually raid a tomb and become the Tomb Raider. Oh my God! Yeah. And then what's what's next after that? And where does it where does it stop? Once you've raided a tomb, it's not going to be. It's going to be called tomb raiding. It's a slippery slope, is all I'm saying. You know, raiding again. Uh, How are you going to keep her in college once she's raiding tombs? It's going to be Tomb Raider Two T O O, and it's going to be about the kid sidekick (laughs) that goes with her on her adventures. Uh, Another announcement: Two raid, two raid, two raid, raid, too fast. Something yeah. like that. Too Fast Tomb Raider. Too Fast Tomb Raider. There you go. Got it. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, another announcement here. Um, the uh, Sonic Mania, which is the good Sonic game that came out this past year, is getting an updated version called Sonic Mania Plus, which is going to get a physical release on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC this summer. Uh, it'll include an encore mode, which uh, remixes some of the levels and adds two playable characters, deep cuts, for those of you familiar with Sonic and his crappy friends. Sonic. Sanic. Sanic yes! and his crappy friends. Finally. Nope, Sanic is not in there. Uh, in th- in fact, it's actually going to be Mighty the Armadillo and Ray, who's a flying squirrel. And if you look at these two assholes, uh, <laughs> basically they just look like palette swap versions of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, and, and I don't even think that other one looks like Tails even. So. I'm looking. I'm looking. Are you talking about the yellow and the yeah, black and, and, the, and the red one? one? Yeah. Exactly. Like some someone someone got lazy on that. I bet they're gonna go fast. Yeah, uh, mm. we're looking forward to uh, hopefully having this as a free update for those of us who already purchased Sonic Mania. Yeah, Sega. Yeah. Are you one of those? I do. I have that one. Um, e. Actually, so so how do, how do they make these characters play any different than Sonic? Uh, well, because because I guess I'm assuming the flying squirrel glides, so he probably is like a palette swap with like Knuckles or something. 
And then the armadillo, I don't know, he probably... You can Wait, how does, does Knuckles glide? What does he do? Yeah, he does that thing where he puts his fist out, and then he kind of, like, slides back and forth in the air. He kind of... I don't, I don't know think why. I've ever played as Knuckles before. Really? Uh, I guess we, we know what's going to be happening on Wednesday, right? Wednesday night show? Yeah. Yeah. Dale, Sanic Dale's mania, gonna, baby. Sanic. That's right. Uh, back over on the EA world, uh, EA is redesigning Star Wars Battlefront 2's progression system. It's only a few months too late, though. Uh, no, but uh, what they've said is that uh, they've employed a, a progression system that makes equipment unlocks a little bit fairer. Uh, they say, with this update, progression is now linear. Star cards or any other item impacting gameplay will be earned through gameplay and will be not be available for purchase. Instead, you'll earn experience points for the classes, hero characters, and ships. Uh, if you earn enough experience points to gain level for that unit, you'll receive a skill point, and so on and so on. Uh, starting next Man, month, there will be sounds more... Sounds great, Jeremy. I'm bored of this already. Yeah, next. more... Okay, so move on, moving on to the next one. Uh, we've got... <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. It's too late for that. I mean, I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm no, done with it, it is. Unless act- they're going to be releasing more Last Jedi content, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Right. Straight up. Well, I, I actually didn't really get to play too much of it, so I'm, I'm actually interested. But honestly, I didn't think it was bad the way it was before because I wasn't going to unlock any of that stuff anyway. So whatever. I didn't you play might it now. before. So we'll see. Yeah, I may. I may have a chance to do it. Uh, This is a little bit of just a uh, public service announcement for those of you who still are hanging on to your PlayStation 3 fat. You've got exactly one month to uh, join the lawsuit to sue for the removal of the Linux operating system on your PlayStation 3. Um, Join me in this. I'm a member of that class. I had a PlayStation 3 fat, but I didn't buy it new. Um, I bought it used from a dude. So. I'm, matter, you have one. I'm unfortunately not eligible. If you read, you're the, not. If you read you have, the you fine, have to have like a receipt or something. You have to have bought it new during a certain time period or whatever. Oh. Well, and I you have to have you have to have the serial number too. Like I think it still has to be like in your possession or something like that. Yeah, so. and I don't. But I do, oh, well. so I don't know. Maybe if no one else signs up for it, I get the entire pot. I think that's how class actions work. I'm pretty sure. Sixty-five dollars. That's that's a game. Oh yeah, yeah, it sure is. So uh, that's basically that's what some loot at. boxes. What that is, man. <laughs> you should make a New Year's resolution to fund your gaming purchases purely off the back of class action lawsuits. Lawsuits. I need some more of those sweet, <laughs> sweet lawsuits. Um, speaking of uh, being essentially a, a pretty much a loser, um, I have this little human interest story about a Pokémon player who uh, at, this was at final round 2018. Just kind of a little little bit of an interesting uh, note here. Uh, we're not sure if this was actually a real thing, but uh, a player named Frankie Two Play Rough Sisto uh, actually broke in on someone else's um, uh, interview and proceeded to trash talk them, and then basically lost 0-2 uh, at that, at that uh, tournament. And I kind of like it because uh, he actually gave a whole thing about, you know, he says, I'm, I'm put up against an opponent who apparently has never heard of me. To me, that's a problem. Talking about the guy who he took the mic from. And, uh, and what's even worse, his, he brought his mother into it. And he says, what's even worse, my mother said to me as I was getting on the plane, she said to me, Frankie, you're not going to win with Pokin. Why are you spending the money? Why are you even playing? Why are you even <laughs> trying, Frankie? Uh, to which I said, Mother, be quiet. I want to play Pokin. Uh, you either play Pokin or you die, and I ain't dying today. But then he proceeded to go 0-2, and, and I was promptly knocked out of the tournament. Uh, so it doesn't You think matter. he'll be back next year? I kind of hope so, because I'd like to see this guy come back and go the distance, um, frankly. I bet he could. I think he can do it. We believe in you, Frankie. We believe in you, Frankie. You can do it. Your mother loves you. Uh, our last news item for this week is uh, questionable in uh, more than one way. Um, apparently, fans have noticed in some promotional material for the upcoming Mario Tennis Aces uh, shows a, a rather, I don't know, candid shot of Luigi. Uh, and people are kind of like zooming in on his groinal area, and they figure that he's packing. 
Um, honestly, I'm not sure that I, I see it, but people are going nuts about this. And this is in the area in the era where uh, Mario's nipples really made a big splash uh, this past year. But uh, Luigi's junk is uh, apparently being used not only for just uh, you know general ogling, but I've seen that some knucklehead out there actually use it well, as for a point reproduction of too. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not. Conv- I don't know that there's anything underneath there. I mean, I'm not able to make it out. I'm looking. Yeah, but you super, don't know that there's close. not. That's true. That's true. I don't know that, but I don't think he's Jewish. I think we need to respect Luigi's. Well, you know. Well, so here's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's, hashtag it's, him too. Respect <laughs> Luigi. L- Luigi's uh, little Luigi, uh, yeah. but. We, the thing story. is, though, that it's it's being <laughs> it's being used as an important point of reference because combining that with the standard size of a tennis racket, people have actually been triangulating the height of various characters using Luigi's junk as the unit of reference, and uh, they've actually found out, for example, that Bowser King Koopa is actually just over four feet tall uh, compared to because remember in Super Mario Odyssey we saw Mario actually interacting with real sized people and he comes up to maybe waist height. So they actually used this based on the fact that tennis rackets were a standard size and figured out that... But how do they know that those are standard size tennis rackets? Uh, I guess they're sort of, you know, they're triangulating it with Luigi's Anatomy. Basically. Well, because the, so they can't be standard size tennis rackets if they appear standard size in Mario's hands. Because we've established that Mario is smaller. Well, See right, I mean? but, they, but they don't. So the thing is that Mario is not a regular proportioned person. So, for right. example, Toad holding his racket is not even quite the same size as the racket. The racket is actually taller than he is. So in using those, all of those things together, they found out that there is a standard unit of measurement that ties all of this together, mm-hmm. and it's Luigi's penis. Okay. And that's all the news that we've got for this week. Wow, that was, that was fantastic news. I especially like the last one. I can't believe that I don't hang out on video game message boards anymore. That's why you Weird. listen to the Game Bite Show podcast so that you can get all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. You get all the good stuff that's important. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure that we'll aggregate it all for you so you don't miss anything that's actually relevant. News you can use. There's a NeoGAF-shaped hole in my bullshit trivia. <laughs> uh, this week on new releases, courtesy of tech-gaming.com, Jeremy did not give us his pick. But I've picked some for you. Yay. Uh, number one on the list, we've got a couple remasters. This is Assassin's Creed Rogue. This is the one that was made alongside Assassin's Creed Unity. A really good Xbox one. 360 and the PS3. Yeah, I guess it was really good. I guess, uh, Dale, you played it, right? Mm-hmm. You played it? I did. Well, it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One, so go play it there. I think it should come to Nintendo Switch. Features you dig, Shea like, an Assassin's Patrick Creed on the Switch? Cormac. He's a Templar, actually. Oh. Yeah, it's cool. Is he a rogue Templar? He's a rogue assassin. Oh, cool. He becomes a Templar, he, and then he becomes an Assassin Hunter. It's pretty if awesome. If they release an Assassin's Creed game on the Nintendo Switch, I would totally play it. Did, have they uh, not? Burnout Paradise Remastered, also coming to the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. This is the good one of the good Burnout Burnout games. Uh, Titan Quest, this is uh, it's coming to consoles, Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Like, I'm assuming it's like a full-on, uh, you know... Rejiggered edition with all the content. So, yeah, it has Big Surf Island, which, uh, if you're on the PC, this is the first time that you've gotten to access to Big Surf Island. Nice. Big Surf. Kirby Star Allies is out for the Nintendo Switch. It's a Kirby game. There's a bunch of those. Let's get Titan Quest. No, it's not. Uh, Fortnite on iOS is coming. I guess you can apply to be or like enter your email address to be, you know, chosen to play this game on iOS. Um, Once every two weeks. I'm I'm assuming that this is a all a hype thing. Like everyone wants to play it, right? So they're kind of just 
pretending to trickle it out. Is that what you're saying, Jeremy? Yeah, it's basically done by invitation. And if you get an invite, I think you get some codes to give to friends. So it's kind of one of those sorts of things. Uh, but you know what? Nah. Betas and demos and things like that have been a hype tool forever now. So it's kind of a kind of a normal thing. But, uh, you know, I am actually really kind of looking forward to the mobile version of this. From what I can tell, it actually is pretty functional. Uh, and There's all that cross-play, right? Yeah, exactly. And so what I'm actually planning on doing is, like, with my children, who are pretty much already going to try it, and, you know, with other friends, we're going to get on all of our various platforms, and we're going to form a killer squad, and uh, we're going to take down Bob Newhart. Vita on, squad. Uh, on Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sea of Thieves comes out, I think, tomorrow. This is that pirate game made by Rare. It's being published by Microsoft. You have to buy it on the, on the Windows Store if you want it on PC. Um, so that's out. It's also out on Xbox One. I believe it's cross by on Xbox One and PC. And I played this game a little bit, and I got motion sickness on the boats. So there's that. <laughs> uh, Surviving Mars. This is an RTS game uh, that is coming to consoles. And I, I guess they paid a lot of money to be advertised on the front page of Steam, but I looked that into the game. It actually looks kind of cool. It's like an RTS Civ-style, uh, I don't know, game on Mars where you're trying to survive on Mars. So yeah. it was kind of neat. Uh, I thought I would mention it. Um, so it's coming out. Jared's been playing and... it, I think. He's probably going to come back and talk about it on Wednesday. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. He probably, you know, bought into the advertising that was right, right on the front page of Steam. Probably did. He's, he's kind of simple like that. Yeah, you know, he's like, oh, wow. Everyone's like, this game looks great. And he's like, this game looks great. And then he buys it. Right? <laughs> uh, Origin on the house free game right now is Dead in Bermuda. Never heard of it. So that's cool. There's a Capcom sale going on on the PlayStation Network. And that's all the new releases and stuff that we want to talk about today. Nice. Hey, I had a quick uh, Vita question for Jeremy. Vita, Vita, I'm holding, I'm holding Vita. my Vita up. To I can the, see my actually, reflection in it. This is glorious. In the Vita screen. Well, that's this is great. That's like that's a dream come true for Jeremy right there. I love it. Screenshotted. Um, so the, the 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 PS Vita TV. Do you have one of those? You have one of those, right? I do. I have. One Jeremy of those. has two of those. He's got one in each how, room. How, how well does that work? It uh, works really well. It's basically a tiny Vita that you plug into your TV. And and it can play every every Vita game. Uh, no, Not there are some, away. yeah, there are some that don't. So there's, uh, games that have like special touch, touch functions and stuff. It yeah. actually does have, uh, like a weird push stick ability to do front and rear touch, but there are some games, for example, Gravity Rush doesn't work, which I'd really hoped for. And so there are some that aren't on the list, but mostly a lot of that stuff does work. Tactics Ogre. Is it on the uh, list? Yes. In fact, I have Tactics Ogre. So the thing is, Tactics Ogre is a PSP game it and is. all PSP games will work. Okay. Yes. All right. So I got to track one of those down because I was so just thinking. You, it, yeah. You know what I need when I what I really been on, need. They were on sale for a while for like twenty bucks. Some. Yeah, they were, and and then that was around the time that they went away. Um, I think I just need Tactics Ogre on the big screen. Is what it is. What I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. It's like you big can play game, PSP big games. screen. Exactly. There you go. Anyway, it is a time of Zytogenia. Um, that's right. And speaking of Zytogenia. Um, let's talk about games that you haven't played but have successfully avoided spoilers about. Actually, I, I have like not. This. I have not finished Tactics Ogre, but I have also not been spoiled on the end of it. So, is it, it, is it like fits. a notoriously spoilable sort of game? I have no idea. Oh. I don't. I, I don't even. <laughs> I'm not even spoiled on the nature of whether it's spoilerish. So. so I so I could talk about a couple of these. So this is this is something that I think about a lot because I'm a little bit like a like a meerkat or like a lemur, like poking up out of the hole in the ground, like mm. hoping that I'm not going to get spoiled about stuff. Uh, so far, 
I have not been spoiled. Well, you know what you did the day, right when we started the podcast? You spoiled the hell out of Star Wars. That's yeah, right. I sure did. So, F you guys. Uh, it's not really worth it, though. I saved you the trouble of going to see that movie. <laughs> but there's a pretty um, cool fight scene. There's, there's multiple cool fights. There's scenes. like an okay fight scene. Like they've started, they've started killing people in interesting ways with lightsabers. So I will give them that. But yeah, that's about the best I can say about it. As far as games, though, <laughs> that I haven't that I haven't played. That that. What part t- do you want from a lightsaber? No, that's fine. That's fine. But I'm telling you, the way Snoke goes out, mm, no bueno. Like you should have seen that coming, really. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, the whole he, Sith thing is that like he was literally they betray their like, master, uh, right? He's like, I know everything, and look, he's gonna kill. Oh, I'm dead. That literally he, happened. he thought that he was going to kill Ray, but he, but his whole thing he's was like he's getting ready to kill. He's getting ready, and then nope, he's going to kill. He should have told. Guy, he should have That didn't even make sense. Anyway, so now you, if you if you have not seen that movie, now you've totally been spoiled. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, but games <laughs> that I, that I know are kind of spoilery that have not yet been spoiled for me. A couple of them I'm pretty proud of. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Four. I don't really know what happens at the you end. You know of that. about the diaper monkey though, right? I, I remember that there's the guy who is like Cisco, the weapon dealer. Yeah. His name is Drebin. Cisco, the, the diaper monkey. As in like Frank Drebin. Oh, no, I don't get it. The naked gun. Oh, yeah. There you go. He sells, he's a gun seller. Something happens to Solid Snake. He, a gun seller. That's a technical term. He's a gun, gun seller. Sellers. Seller of guns. He says, uh, I Arms broker. You. Oh, yeah. So that's one that I, that I haven't played, have not been spoiled on. <laughs> you know, you just brought up a whole bunch of memories from that game. <laughs> that was totally awesome. How did it go again? I With the action. see you. That's what he said. <laughs> see, now you got to play it, Jeremy. <laughs> I, I don't get that reference. Do you remember the Bayonetta part when he's throwing all the guns out of the, out of the, the coffin? Do you remember the, the, do you remember the, um, the liquid ocelot uh, guns, like the finger guns on the boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That. That's that's a great. That cutscene is like thirty minutes long. That's yeah, a really good. One. Yeah. Jeremy, you gotta you gotta play one. that game. I might have to. I have no idea yeah. how any of it goes. I've got finger guns, dude. Finger guns, dude. Finger so guns. good. I'm all about the finger guns. Uh, Inside <laughs> is another one that has. Uh, that's the sequel from the uh, the, the folks who. I played did. that this year. Yeah, and apparently, so here's the funny thing about that. The, the reason why this topic came up was because this past uh, couple of weeks, um, I am 8-Bit, who typically does like merchandise, and they do video game records and stuff like that, music on, on records. Uh, uh, vinyls, yeah, Jeremy? Yeah, exactly. They did this thing where they're records. doing, they're, they're selling this, this blind box for like 350 bucks, and they're doing a collaboration with Real Doll mm-hmm. for it. I heard about this. And I, I have no idea. What's what's a Real Doll? What's that all about? They're, they're sex dolls. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. Wow, and that's crazy. Apparently, and so I don't know this, and don't say anything. There's one I... based on Luigi. That's how they know it's three point <laughs> seven inches. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, uh, but kind of erotic. Uh, but the um, apparently something to do with that has something to do with the ending of Inside, and it's a real short game, and I've got to play it before I get spoiled on it. Well, um, you better play it fast because you'll you'll. They're going to reveal what that thing is, and apparently it's it has a, something to do with the thing. So. It's a short game. I know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah, I have no oh, idea. Oh, I can't tell I, you. I actually know what it is, too, because I have been spoiled. You have on, been spoiled. Oh, no. Well, Inside. y'all got to play that game because that ending is, like, super weird. So I, want, I can't wait to hear your take on it. I, it's going to be like, this game... Was not as good. Was it got on Metacritic? Oh, 90? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I've heard that it's either people either hate the ending or they think it's like a masterpiece. 
and uh, I wouldn't say it's a masterpiece. I think it was fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's really weird. Some and people cool, are but... like right down the middle, and they think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a few of them. You know, There's... let's just say they they learned how to kill people better with lightsabers. Okay. Oh, nice, all. nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Other than that, I'm trying to think of some other games. Like, I don't really know how uh, this is. This um, is kind of a weird Resident one. Evil Seven. I I've uh, you know I've heard a lot about that, and not been... Resident Evil Seven. Is that the new one? Yeah. Does mm-hmm. it have a secret ending? I don't know. Well, LeGrand finished it. Is it a secret ending, mm. LeGrand? Is it something that we need to worry about spoilers? No. No? No. All right. <laughs> no, there you go. Uh, it's really good, though. Hmm. I mean, I guess there's spoilers. There's a twist. But... Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, there you go. Is that... Sure. There's a twist. Okay. There's a twist. It's, it's, it's an okay twist. All right. There's a twist. It's uh, the Ganados are back from... Resident Evil 4. The twist is you don't even know it's even related to Resident Evil until the last two minutes of the game when the ending's Until the title screen comes up and it says Resident Resident (laughs) Evil. The end it's like, oh, here's the guys from Umbrella. Oh, here they are. The Umbrella Corp. That's basically it. Because this was the game where it was in in America, it was Resident Evil Biohazard, and in England or whatever, it was Biohazard. That's right, Biohazard 7 Resident Evil. What was it? I have it right here. Hang on. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Biohazard 7 Resident Evil. He's going to spoil the box oh, art yeah. for us. Everybody Resident duck. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Look, it says right there. Resident yeah, Evil. That? Hey, look, I can oh, yeah, and then the 7 is that. like highlighted Did you ever play this in VR evil? yet? No, Jeremy? I didn't. I didn't. I was going to borrow your copy, and I never did. Come get this. Come pick up your StarCraft vinyl and get this All right. and play it. All right, I will. I will do that. I got it back from my brother. He gave it back to me. Today. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So other other games that you know. For sure to, that it's, like so a... it's hard to think about because like you try not to think of those. When games. you think of the spoilers, you you instinctually think of the ones that you have been spoiled on, right? So it's like right. what's one one that you've like. Um, uh, well, so like for me, like The Witcher Three is a good example because I've been very slow about playing it, but maybe that one's just not super spoilery because I haven't really. Nobody's blabbed and said like you know oh this is what happens at the very end or whatever. I don't know. I I think I tried to like scroll through my list of Steam games to see if there's any I cared about and there's nothing that I really cared about. You know, Horizon Zero Dawn's got a pretty cool ending that I would I guess if I would have known. I I think when I decide that I I want to play a game, I kind of try to avoid spoilers, but I don't. I mean, unlike the Giant Bomb Game of the Year podcast, I kind of like don't listen to a lot of those just because I don't want to be spoiled on games I may want to play yeah. in the future. Is, is there so anything where, you've, where you've listened to a show and they've been like, okay, if you don't want spoilers, skip ahead, and you do skip ahead? I mean, anything like that where you're like, no, no, I just I don't want to hear it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. If it's something that I was like playing through at the moment and or like planning to very soon. But in general, um, I'm not like super spoiler averse. But if it's like if they released like a new Metal Gear and I hadn't had time to get through it yet, and I was working on it, then, then yeah, sure, I would do that. But, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think for me, the thing about spoilers is that on one hand, I, you know, I, I don't seek them out, and I do kind of try and avoid them, but I'm a big believer that, you know, the surprise or the, you know, the moment of, like, whoa, what a twist, I, those are fun, but I really prefer for a game to kind of stand on its storytelling regardless of whether you know what happens at the end. I mean, there are some things like, you know, like in Romeo and Juliet, they tell you right at the beginning they're dead or they're going to die, right? So there are dramatic scenarios where, like, you don't have to be surprised 
by every single thing. But there are some games where it's like the twist ending is what the thing revolves around. Well, it's like you knew in Star Wars that there was a Last Jedi, and the, the movie was going to be all about that. But Jedi could be singular or plural. Mm. Ooh. Oh, wow. Now I gotta go watch it again. Yeah, it's gonna make a whole lot more sense. All four hours of it. <laughs> uh, you know, I still, I still haven't been spoiled on the ending of Pac-Man. And well, it's just kind he of eats it's the dog. Like a weird kill screen, yeah. kill screen, kill screen coming up. I'm at the end of Hellblade. I haven't been spoiled on that yet. Oh, you know, I'll be interested to see what what you think of the ending of that because actually, it's 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 kind of ambiguous, but it also is kind of it tells you like explicitly what happened and i'll be kind of curious to see where you fall on that she like she kills the boss and then she looks at her sword and she says that's Dude. a hell of a blade <laughs> we truly were the hell blade <laughs> there's a there's a, a a fight like an action sequence at the end of that game or where i just finished that was like stupid long and really hard but the action in that game is so like uh, you can't really lose unless you really suck, right? Because once you fall down, you smash the buttons and your guy gets back up, right? Yeah, that's true. It's like uh, it's like the uh, Mike Tyson's punch out, but you can never get TKO'd, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty true. sure at the end of um, Deus Ex: Human Revolution, there's just going to be some wild thing out of nowhere that like completely saves <laughs> the day. I I can't <laughs> wait to hear what you think of the ending of that game because it's uh it's pretty all right. <laughs> it's uh, from what I understand, it's very Mass Effect three. Okay. I wasn't going to say it. Come on. Oh, wait, well, original, no. I mean, he's that... at the end of the game and you're spoiling it for well, me? Well, no, no, I just the original the Deus Ex is like that, too. Of those. Yeah, the, okay. fir- the first well, Deus Ex game actually is literally well, like that. Well, fine. It's like, choose one of these three endings. That's <laughs> kind of it. Uh, well, <laughs> same, yeah. same as Mass Effect, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for that sort of thing. Reload to watch the other cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pretty impressed that we got through most of this discussion only spoiling one thing. And even then, it was only uh, referential. So, And it's an old game. It is it is a little bit old. But, I mean, that's part of it. Is, I but mean, we spoiled a brand new movie that's not even out on Blu-ray yet. Like people, Some people are probably waiting to watch that on Blu-ray. Some of our listeners were probably waiting I wonder, to watch Last Jedi I, on Blu-ray. I would really be interested to know that. Because I feel like I'm the last person who hasn't seen it yet. So I feel pretty much at liberty to... to Spoilers, you're going to love that. where he gets the blue milk. <laughs> oh, man. That's way too explicit, by the way. Yeah, for this podcast no, today. No me gusta. For sure. No me gusta. Folks, uh, that's going to be it for our Game Bite Show podcast for you for this week. If you have any games that you've uh, been uh, avoiding spoilers for and successfully have done so up to this point, uh, let us know all about that. We'd love to hear from you there. Or if you, you know, have any memories of things like Toys R Us or, or uh, you know, that, that part of your history, uh, let us know. We are found on social media on Twitter at Game Bite Show. You can also reach out to us individually and contact us. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. And I am at Count Elmdor. You can also find our fourth man and streaming master who's going to have, who's going to have on there? He's going to have uh, Andy Kaufman. He's going to have the original Andy oh, wow. Kaufman. Uh, Andy, did you hear about this one? That's a great song um, by kind of a mediocre band. The Game Bites stream. Yes. Uh, and he's going to have all of the celebrities over at twitch.tv slash Show. That's uh, him in the actually, corner. 
We're also uh, kind of wrapping up our Dreamfall playthrough. You can check the archives of that over at youtube.com slash show. Find us on the web at www.gamebyteshow. Subscribe there to our podcast. Send your friends, send your children, send your parents. Everybody needs to go and subscribe. We'd love to have all of you on board with us. Uh, also, there's a uh, back catalog of all of our other podcasts there. Check those things out. Lots of good stuff there. And uh, folks, we will be back in just a few days to talk to you about a different subject, the games that we've been playing this week. Uh, good stuff up and coming. So definitely look forward to that in just a few days' time. Until then, this has been your Game Bite Show podcast. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. See ya.